On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we take an in-depth look at the growth and vision for the women's game in this province. Welcome to episode 76 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. We'd like to start off by congratulating a couple of young women who were named to Baseball Canada's Girls Development Camp this week. Sydney Moore and Helena Appleyard are in Cuba for the annual event as the national program identifies some up-and-coming talent. Baseball Alberta has been watching the pair grow for a while now. Both were part of the 16U program in 2019, as well as the senior team which claimed bronze at the Women's Invitational Championship in Oak Tokes last summer. And speaking of Baseball Alberta, the women's program has been a point of pride in recent years, with a handful of players representing the province on the national team each year. It has a great momentum behind it. Where do we go from here? We asked that and much more of a relatively new women's girls director, Barb Northcott, and technical coordinator, Chris James, in this conference call from a few weeks ago. Chris, Barb, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having us. Let's start off with the state of the women's game here in our province. Where do you see it currently? We'll start with, with Barb. Uh, the women's game is... Uh, is really taking off. Um, uh, Chris and his, his uh, I'll call them an entourage, he has a, a number of Team Alberta and Team Canada ex and current uh, players that are really behind um, promoting women's baseball and starting at grassroots. Uh, it, it has nowhere to go but up. How about from your standpoint, Chris? What's been key to getting to the point where Barb's singing your praises? Well, first, I guess as many of us that are very, very involved, have been involved in the uh, women's program in, in this province. And, you know, I, I think it's, I guess the proof's there. We, we've been very fortunate, uh, very successful in the uh, Team Alberta programs that we continue to win medals. We can go back to winning national championships in 2006. And, of course, the amount of young ladies that have gone on to play on the national team. Uh, I think what's really happened is um, in the last couple of years, baseball has recognized that we have high performance stream and it's really starting to take care of itself. So they've invested a lot of time uh, and, and money putting people like myself in place to really not only take care of the, the provincial team programs, national team programs, but we're really focused on a lot of efforts on the grassroots just to increase the amount of talent. And, you know, as we're into, I guess, year three of it, we're seeing it. We're seeing it uh, at the uh, grassroots. So the 11U, 14U numbers are continuing to climb. And, and someone that's been involved in the women's program since 2003 um, I'm seeing way more talent, a lot lot deeper talent at those age groups when it comes to the provincial team program. So the state is, uh, I guess, we're, we're, I don't want to say we're finally doing it right, but we're finally getting enough people in there that are doing a lot more at the grassroots. And because of that, we're flourishing at other levels that I don't think we really expected to see this quickly. Have there been any specific strategies you've undertaken or things you've done specifically to bring this success around? So uh, I guess, Joe, the uh, 
short answer to that is simple. There, there's a quite a big number of female athletes in this province, whether it's in the grassroots program. So I, I think you're right. It's not that we're necessarily going out right now and, and going into other sports and seeing really good athletes and uh, trying to bring them into baseball. We're finally really taking care of the girls that are, I guess, involved in baseball in this province, and we're getting them in and around um, better coaching, uh, obviously uh, female players. We finally got a very good closet full of uh, national team girls and girls for them to look at, up to, and we've done a really good job doing um, just that, having the role models with a lot of the uh, ex-provincial team and national team girls. So I think right now, as much as, yeah, you're right, we will eventually keep trying to get more and more athletes involved in it. We have enough young ladies right now that put in the right environment. They're flourishing. They're starting to become baseball players. And uh, so we're taking care of, I guess, what's already in, in place. And Barb, you've seen this game from not only an official standpoint, but also from a parent standpoint. And I'm curious, were there any gaps that you specifically saw or things that you didn't have that you wanted to see brought in? Um, well, as you know, I just started in this role as the girls' women's uh, director for Baseball Alberta. Mm-hmm. And um, we were there was quite a lot of focus, or there was a focus on how do we make the game better? How do we make the experience better for girls who are playing with boys? And I thought about that a lot last year. Um, And then I went back to my experience when our daughter was just coming out of rookie ball. And I started, she she needed to play the, the next level. And there wasn't, of course, a girls' team, full team. So um, Harold encouraged me to—that's my husband—to um, to put a girls' team together. So that's what I did. We we just advertised for a team uh, that Mosquito Girls. It was Mosquitoes then. Uh, a team would be available, and all of a sudden we had twelve girls register. So they stayed together for the two years that I coached, and then. Um, I decided to back away because it was getting too busy with our family. And only three of those 12 girls stayed because there was no longer any female programming. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of the model that I'm promoting right now um, down at our grassroots level, that to encourage more um, participation, that communities just, just offer girls programming. And I think based on our family's model that we can, we can make that happen because if each community has their own team when they're, you know, at the young levels and continue to offer that programming, that they'll stay together. So that's sort of <laughs> my history. Are you finding a lot of buy-in from those communities, be it small communities or large? Um, well, there are some communities that already offer girls programming. Um, Red Deer's one of them. Um, Chris, help me out here. Spruce Grove had one. Uh, uh, Park Line, yeah. Ladue. Park Line and Ladue. Red Deer. And did Sherwood Park? Uh, not currently, but I, I guess okay. one of the things, Joe, to help her out a little bit, one of the things that's happened in, in this 
role and the fact that we have Barb that is really taking care of a lot of the, I guess, planning, coordinating, and from her experiences um, with her own daughter is we've been really trying to push starting like a 9U all-girls tournament and uh, and a a 12U, which maybe is more recreational-based, but uh, I think that's been something that Barb's really pushed, and so those this year is going to be the first year at a 9U. Um, and, you know, I've been very fortunate to be fairly involved. In uh, fact, like, I, I guess I started coaching Heidi in 2003, so I've been very involved with the girls' program and some of these girls going going through. And we've had years where um, we'd have a 12U tournament, and, you know, obviously I can – probably name seven or eight girls off from those tournaments that have actually played on the national team pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And, and it just didn't get real buy-in consistently unless a dad was involved. What Barb's really done is she's really pushed, I guess, put together kind of a job description, um, really pushing to the associations. And so baseball Alberta's really pushed um, forcing uh, associations into having a girls director uh, so that it's a contact for the girls' program for Barb. And we're really, I guess, to say it bluntly, having Barb come in, is a bre- it's been a breath of fresh air, just for the simple fact she's so organized. She's got everything out to the um, associations, not much better. So we're delivering a better program because of Barb. And because of that, I think um, associations are getting on board. When you make it easy for people they get into it and I think that just will lead to sustained not only growth but sustained uh, girls uh, maybe tournaments where the numbers aren't quite there at least the girls now have a place to go and play a few weekends a year against all girls leading up to um, whatever they're doing if they're playing triple-a baseball or or just playing recreation how important has it been to try to get younger with the programming so that instead of getting hooked at 15 and the kids are great at 19, they're getting hooked at, say, 10 and they're great at 15? That is is exactly right, that they have success at the younger levels and then they are really, um, they're really hooked. But also, when Alberta has been fortunate to host um, the World Championships, uh, in 2004 and 2012, that's really helped grow our game as well because um, young young athletes come and watch that and, and see the level of competition and and want to be part of it. And so that, that really assists in, um, in the growth as well. How integral has it been to have different people in the baseball world come back and give back to the community, whether it's, you know, former college players or pro players or being on the national stage, being able to share those experiences and maybe hope the youngsters learn from them as well? Well, I think any time, especially with a female athlete, like, it's funny, Joe, because I don't think everyone truly realizes the history of, of the female program in Alberta and some of the consistent good people that we've had um, involved. And I think what's happening is here we are, bluntly, 15 years later, uh, we're finally at that point where we're getting people that maybe have played in a provincial team program, whether it be for myself or myself with Harold, whatever it is. They're now starting to get older. They're becoming, uh, I guess, uh, 
professionals in, in the Finnish university. They're, um, some of them are getting married, and they're giving back. And I, and I think one of the things when we started out really in 2002, 2003, we didn't have that history, and now we do. And I'll tell you, like this past weekend, we just did a little bit of a, uh, a well, couple camps here uh, up in the area, and we had six female athletes that are current or past. And we did a table with them at, at it and to see them telling their stories, doing introductions about how they got involved, um, their experiences. And, and, I, and we're really smart to see it because we have uh, 30-year-old ladies that, like I say, I guess we're dating ourselves a bit, Barb, but <laughs> they really they, they played for us in, in 06. We won national championships, and now they're coming back telling them. And at that table, I had Allie Jesperson, um, like, uh, uh, of course, you've had her on your show before, mm. and a 16-year-old that, that, again, it's just, it's such a good mix that the, you can just see it in the, the um, I don't want to say sparkle, but to a certain point in the, the girl's eyes, looking up to him, having the role model of a female athlete, and so uh, I think one of the things, like, I've been involved off and on for quite some time, and I, and I think for me looking in at it now is it, it's, it's really neat because obviously we're still doing a majority of the instructor instructing just for the simple fact, the players are still learning to be coaches. And, and now that's next. Eventually they're not going to need um, the Chris James of the world because of female that are starting to graduate or retire from playing or becoming phenomenal coaches. And eventually they're going to be able to get the old guys right out. But with that being said, it, it's, we we look at it and they just respond so good and they they of course fortunately a lot of them I, I have worked with enough that they're delivering a great program and the young athletes looking up to them I just think it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger so is that one of the keys as well especially at the grassroots is making sure that you not only have the athletes there but also the coaching staffs and the trainers and that that are capable of providing that top notch guidance for these young athletes. Well, I, I, Joe, I, I'll tell you right now, it is the key. I, I've, uh, like I say, quietly, I guess I, for the longest time, uh, there, there hasn't been maybe a, a whack load of really experienced coaching that's been involved in it. And it just seems there's more and more and more. And, and you know, I could probably name drop a ton of names that, Joe, I'm sure you've talked to, had on your show that are guys that are ex-professionals or whatever mm-hmm. probably at one point played for us and now we're making them give back and it's just more and more people uh, that are are willing to get involved in the girls program like we did a call for coaches for our, our provincial team we have more applications for provincial girls program than we do for the canada cup mm-hmm. and big names steven inch um drew boyer harold northcott Dwayne Lawler, guys that are also obviously involved in boys programs and, and, you know, they're, it's, it's such a good experience for those coaches. It's kind of a breath of fresh air that we have no problem now getting more and more experienced coaching. And then we take some of the younger graduated players or current players that maybe are older and get them involved with us and, the program is starting to really flourish. I'm really excited to see where it's going to be in the next four or five years. From an organizational standpoint then, Barb, what would you like to see happen over the next three or five years so the success continues to gain steam? 
Um, well, I think I think it's going to kind of take care of itself because um, there's been an exciting announcement that the Canada Summer Games in 2025 will have girls baseball as part of the multi-sport event. So that means girls that are born um, 2009-2010 are eligible. And so we have some a bit of time to work with them and to you know, make, I would love to see Alberta bring home the first gold medal in the Canada Summer Games for girls baseball. I mean, if that happened, um, there's no stopping us. Um, the, the, the next uh, thing, what I would like to see is over the three to five years, is that if we can establish um, leagues in the 9U and 12U and then grow to the 14 or in the next level uh, in leagues, and then even have a place to play for those um, athletes that are have graduated from the program, um, and then also to to start some female umpire programming, and and you know maybe hold a an all female umpire clinic, and then. Um, really establish, as Chris has alluded to, um, getting our female coaches certified at the NCCP level where they can, uh, they can take over in a few years and, um, and just grow it from all angles. There seems to be a lot of real excitement around the game itself and especially the future of it when you look at even those who were named to the national team from our province last year and you look at the the young names, the Madison Willens of the group, the Jespersons of the group. I mean, these are still young ladies who have a bright, bright future if they want to put in the kind of career that a Nicole Lachansky did. And so I'm curious from both of your aspects is how important is it that we are able to continue to uh, have the Caitlin Rosses of the group from all corners of this province province uh making their way and making their impression on the game so i'll take this barb just for the simple fact first of all i work with the jespersons pretty much since they were three years old and um madison willen and nicole as well along the way uh ironically that's not what's really i i think maybe for a lot of people one of the things we haven't done is we haven't really promoted what we have done very well um, you know, we had uh, some new blood make the national team, but I can go right back to '04 and all the way up. And if you look at the history, Alberta's always had anywhere from four to six players on the national team, and it just seems like our our provincial team program's always been able to take four or five girls, find a way to continue to develop them, and help them get to the national team. And you know, I can go back to when Kaylee Gillum was. Uh, well, I guess not the first, but she was on the national team at 16 years old. So we've always been able to have that presence from Alberta on the national team program and young athletes and promising players. And, of course, with Nicole, I guess, being the face of baseball in Alberta for female baseball for a long time, retiring in the last uh, 18 months, uh, I guess it's opened up eyes. Now there's a new 16-year-old that's really the, becoming the face and it's kind of always been, uh, you know, I, I think, Barb, one of the things just that's really why it's so exciting with what's really happening, Joe, is Barb, 
issue, like we've sat and we've really worked hard on this three to five year plan. And I really think what's happening is we are getting to that point where we're almost ready, ready to bust open and we're getting buy-in from associations. Little League is buying in. Little League is going to become part of these nine U girls leagues. Uh, we say three to five years, but I think after this year, you're going to start seeing regional, um, if nothing else, divisions of all girls at those ages sooner than, than later. And I, and I think that's what's really exciting. Um, I always look at the numbers, and as a rule, for the last, uh, I guess, 15 years, girls' baseball has been anywhere from 9 to, I guess, 14% of baseball birth numbers uh, have been female athletes. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I, what I see, Joe, is, it, it, it seems to it seems to be the one area for baseball bird that seems to increase a percentage every year as baseball bird's numbers have kind of flatlined since the last Blue Jays run. I really think uh, the one increases in the girls, and as you get more and more organizations starting to do more with it, you, you just know the numbers are going to continue to increase, and so I think that's what's really making it exciting and. And I think for the first time ever, we're finally promoting our girls, the Madison Willens, the Allie Jespersons, the Carrie Jespersons, um, Madison, or sorry, um, Caitlin Ross. And, you know, we've done a good job going out and finding the top talent, spreading this entire province, finding the top female players. And now we're just doing more to help to ensure that the growth, that there's going to be more top players, I think, is really what's happening, Joe. And I suppose to go back to the grassroots side of it, just to make sure the conversation and the opportunities are out there, no matter the size of the community. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's where Barb has done such an exceptional, exceptional job. I, I can't say it again, like uh, enough. We, we, maybe we haven't reached the right people the right way, because like I say, the girls' provincial team program continues to always be very successful. The top girls eventually find their way to it. But with Barb now pushing this more and more, like even for the 9U tournament, we've already got planned. If there's two girls, say, in, from, I don't know, Statler, Alberta, that, you know, they're a little unsure, well, we're going to be able to bring a te- them onto a team. We're going to be able to sell them on that idea of playing on a team of girls from all over because we're going to put a Terrace Lakonowicz, a Heidi Northcott, um, on those coaching staffs. And so it's normally enough to get a lot of those girls from – rural communities to say okay i'll go and play for a weekend and and just make it a good event and once the girls play with the girls even when they play a triple a or double a levels um it just it seems they come out of their shell and the development takes a real big jump and they just get comfortable and it's something for them to look forward to so if they're dealing with any issues because whether we like to admit it or not there's still issues at, at times for those girls that they, they, the hurdles they have to get over, because unfortunately not everybody uh, maybe has bought into the fact that girls can play baseball and play at a very high level. So they, it, a lot of times I'm doing some of these girls events is enough to keep them in the game because it's something for them to look forward to. And of course that's increasing the development. So Barb's done a great job making sure the word's getting out throughout this province, probably better than we've ever done. Barb, what excites you most about the future of the game in this province? Well, I would. What excites me the most is is would be the opportunity to um, 
drive by a, a, a random ball diamond and see a large crowd of people and then walk up to it because, oh, it's a baseball game. Let's go check this out. And here this large crowd is cheering and totally involved in a female baseball game. And that it's, it's competitive and, you know, it's, it's not just uh, um, a novelty. A novelty, yeah. That it, that it, it happens all the time and it's, that, that's what excites me is that, is, that, is that it could be a possibility. That will be a possibility. You can hear the excitement in both of your voices and really looking forward to seeing what the, the game has in store with you two at the helm. Chris, Barb, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you, Joe. Joe, thanks very much for helping us, too. Thanks again to both Barb Northcott and Chris James of Baseball Alberta's Women's Program for joining us. And as always, thanks to you for downloading and listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to leave us a rating and review wherever you get your favorite podcasts. A shout-out to Libby2 on Apple Podcasts for this review. Quote, so happy to have stumbled upon this pod after following ADS on social media. Everything an Alberta baseball fan is interested in. Content is fabulous and relevant to keep up the great work. Libby also made a suggestion to reintroduce guests at the end. Duly noted, and we'll try to remember that going forward. Until next time, thanks again for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.